identity cards. We did not authorize the eye of Big Brother to appear from cameras throughout our city. We did not authorize an eye for an eye. We did not authorize this administration to wage war anytime, anywhere, anyhow it pleases. We did not authorize war without end. We, the people. we did not authorize. 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 Let's do this damn thing. Welcome into the hideout Thursday night, 106.7 WJFK. I am El Jefe. That's my best friend, J-Dubs, and I will break a knee for you. Yeah? I swear to Christ, it'd be my pleasure. I, I might need you to do that. And I am looking forward to it. Um... Website, RadioHideout.com. Go there. A lot of updated stuff, including pictures. You know, if you did break a knee, someone wouldn't be able to run like a little bitch. Yeah, I guess that's true. Also, too, uh, I guess the phone number is there for you, Doves. 866-277-4969. 866-277-4969. We've got an interview lined up for you tonight. Um, actually, a pretty interesting one. There's still a chance somehow that they may back out. So... I want. I don't want to jinx it, but we, we have a we have an interview slated. Let's say for the end of this hour, uh, a very special organization, if you would, that's looking to to secede from the United States of America, and it's kind of an interesting angle on it as well. So we'll hopefully chat with them at the end of the hour. Also, too, J Dubs, you were watching the Oxygen Channel, yeah, and stumbled upon the Sex Lady, yeah, and I guess you and I were the last people on Earth. To hear about this chick. Yeah, it's uh, Sue Johansson. Uh, talk sex with Sue Johansson. And I, I've been going around calling all my friends, telling them about this. And they're like, oh, you never heard of her before? I know. I had, I had people do the same thing. I'm like, hey, did you hear about this? And I'm like, yeah, we've, uh, we watch it with our parents. So uh, we got a couple of clips from that. I just want to play it just so that in case there's anybody else out there that hasn't heard of this yet, we'll play it for you. That way you can get turned on to it because it is the funniest goddamn thing you've ever seen. However, first, J-Dubs, I suppose we should acknowledge what just happened. Yeah. Um, backstory, I suppose, if we set it all up, people just now tuning in, whatever the case. Um, it, back in uh, the winter. Yeah, it was, I believe, uh, either January or February. There was a BMW X3 that was given to the station. You know, one of those things where you talk about it and the whole kind of stuff. And so, Dubs and I came up with a bit, uh, with the helps of other people, um to trick Wonderboy into thinking he was going to win this thing, and we tricked him into smashing out his car window with a bat. It was... I liked it because it was involved. It was... There was actual trickery. There was build-up. It was two weeks. It was... You know what? You got suckered. There you are. There you, are you got suckered. And I said this to Wonderboy. I had the conversation that day with him. I said, dude... You need to stick up for yourself. Stop being a bitch and stick up for yourself. So, um, WB decides he's going to quit. And I, I don't want to hear this crap about us bullying him out. Okay? There's a lot of stuff that's going on, and I refuse to feel guilty, and I refuse to come out looking like the bad guy on this. But a lot of stuff happened. WB decides he's going to leave for a job in North Carolina. He's going to get to be on the air. Honestly, it's going to be better quality of life for him because I could see how things were miserable for him here. 
You make your own bed. So he decides his last thing to do before leaving town, literally leaving town, yeah. is finally getting back at you, J-Dubs. Now, there's no elaborate setup. There's no, hey, um, we're going to get everybody involved and we're going to do something original. Not even uh, running through lawyers like I did. Yeah. And um, he just decides, I, I'm going to go ahead and smash out Joey Dubs' window. Which is typical, it seems. Yeah, uh, it's totally unimaginative. They're taking somebody else's bit. Yeah. And then just and not knowing how to build it up. We were expecting something to happen. And it happened. And how are you feeling? Yeah, I'm I'm fine. Are you really? Yeah. You're not fine. I can No, I'm you. I'm you know what? I'm a lot better than I was last week when I had to deal with them every day. I am a ton better. Let me ask you this, is the trade off worth it? Easily. Where you you no longer have to deal with him and Easily. And you got a broken window. Easily. Do you want to hurt him? I always have. It's true. Doesn't change from one day to another. And I'll say this about you too, Dubs. I was you don't like confrontation. And you could even see it in your defense mechanism right there. You know what I mean? How are you doing? I'm fine. That's just automatic I'm fine. I'm fine. You're not fine. I'm 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 livid. And I guess that's the reaction he wants. But at the same time, I can't understand not being creative. Yeah. I, you know what that was? There's a whole thing about revenge, which I can respect. But when you're doing a bit that you stole and then not even, you know, well, revenge, with it. Revenge is something within the next two weeks. Yeah. You know what this is? This is you being on stage uh, at a comedy club bombing. And then trying to throw out a hack joke or trying to yell, USA, USA. Yeah, or throwing out one uh, fart joke just for an easy laugh. Trying to get a pop out of the crowd. Yeah. Because you're bombing. And that's exactly what happened here. You feel good about yourself. You're driving down 95 or wherever it is. To an unrated market. It's not even about that. You know what? He gets to be on the air. Good for him. It's not even about market size, whatever. My problem is in the fact that again it was unimaginative, and it, and it, it was it was it was very punk. You know, I mean, there's a thing, there's a there's a thing, there's a there's a code almost where if you I, I call it passive homoaggressive, <laughs> where you you know what I mean? if you do something you got it you got to admit and you got to be willing to take your lumps and you know what in typical um, you know fashion. We stood right here in front of him after we did. Yeah. You know? He ran. He ran, dude. Come on. You ran like a girl. And, I, and you know what? That's not even fair to call you a girl. That's offensive to ladies. All right. Well, they want to talk to you, J-Dubs. All right. You want to take phone calls? Sure. Matt, you're in the hideout on JFK. What's going on, boys? What's up, What's up bro? I've been a fan of you guys since you guys first started. And I have to say, I'll be the first to say, I'm not there every single day to, you know, see what you guys see, you know, back backstage, if, if you want to put it as that. Right. But I've I've listened to the Ron and Fez show, and I've heard him mess up the show on numerous occasions. Mm-hmm. But I feel for him to go out, and, for, and, you know, the thing I started getting mad is he was not able to stand there and take the truth. Of, you know, and first, if you guys weren't making a personal attack on him, I thought what, you know, the uh, highlight tape J-Dubs made, yeah. I think it was funny, you know, it was just 
make a light of a whole. It was an air check. <laughs> exactly, exactly. But I say for him to go down there and without even saying bye to anybody and smash out your window to run away like a little girl, I say he uh, should have did up if I could have had it done. I would have said a pack of teeth. All right, then enough for repeating that phrase, but thank you, bro. And actually, J-Dubs, that's what I figured you, after the whole thing yeah. of the, the initial glass breaking, mm -hmm. I thought that you should have fought Wonder Boy. And I said no. And again, that's, I think if you guys had just fought and gotten it out of the way, I think maybe even the relationship would have been a little bit better. You know what I mean? Maybe. It might have gotten a lot of stuff out of the way. Mm -hmm. Maybe not. Might have just built up more. You never know. Craig, you're in the hideout in JFK. Craig, you there? Oh, wait, that we're still ramping up in delay. Hold yeah. on a second. We're back up now. 866-277-4969. Craig, you're in the hideout. What's up, brother? Hey, fellas. Yo. Assuming this isn't all a big bit for Wonder Boy to leave on, mm -hmm. there's one elemental difference between J-Dub's tricking Wonder Boy into breaking his own car window and Wonder Boy breaking out J-Dubs' car window. And that's one word, vandalism. So this guy is now leaving for this big new job as an outcast, outcast felon from Virginia. Right. And I, I don't understand how nobody, you're not even thinking along those lines. The guy busted out your car window, man. You can't do that. Hey, that is, yeah, and I, I understand that. Thank you for the call. That is an interesting point. Yes, Punani. I mean, I, I got to credit J-Dubs and uh, you, know, you got you know, you're, you're handling it because me, I would be on, I mean, first of all, it's not a fake thing. Tommy Hat is going to take pictures and we can post them or whatever. Yeah. So it's not fake. Yeah. But if it were me, I'd been on the phone with the cops. The kid would have never, no, he would have never gotten out of the state. He would have lost his job. And that's how I would screw him over ultimately. But you know what? And no, here's the thing. I'm sorry, I don't mean to keep. Uh, all right, Punani, it's Punani's uh, side I, out. But, you don't do this. I mean, it, it, this is ridiculous. I had no problem with Wonder Boy, ever. Now, if I ever see him, I mean, I would have invited him back and had him sleep in my damn apartment because it's five miles from the thing. If I see him, I'm going to kill him. All right, no, you're not going to kill him. But let me say this. I think we understand radio. Yeah. We understand that there is an element of surprise. There are bits. There, there's stuff that happens. But he is stupid in the fact that I ran everything through lawyers, management, everything. And I know for a fact that some people in management are real pissed. And, you know, usually any boss will do a courtesy. Yeah, he's a good worker. You can't expect that anymore. Well, I, but I mean, I, I mean, it's just, a, it's just a stupid thing for him to do on his part. If it was a whole bit, everybody would have laughed it, laughed it off, just like when I did it. But when you do it maliciously, it just makes you look bad, bro. Well, there's a ton of stuff he could have done. He could have taken segments from the hideout of us stuttering and putting it to mute. There's a billion creative things that you could do instead of going and vandalizing a car. Come on already, Joe. You're in the hideout on JFK. Are you there? Go ahead. Joe? Oh. Yeah. Hey, man, I, how you doing? Have fame to J-Dubs. What's going Yo, on? what's up, bro? Yeah, man, I just have to say that uh, this is typical white rage style of his. Yeah. This, this kid has so much anger in, and what he did straight up to you was just a mess. I never have liked him. Every time I've ever come into the, the station, he's always, you know, giving me uh, the, the cold shoulder and just treated me bad there. Just, But what I just want to say is, man, 
we need to find him and put the hurting on this kid. <laughs> nah, and I, say, I don't mean like like hurt him and like kill him or anything like that. No, 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 no. He no. roughed up a little. No, no, he doesn't. And thank you, Joe. I don't advocate any sort of violence. I wanted to just talk this out. I mean, this is a conversation that Dubs and I would be having off the air. Yeah. Unfortunately, we're thrown right into it, and so we got to talk about it on the air, and we're going to talk about it with you guys. I think that's the only smart thing he's done. What? Knowing that we have to be on the air for two hours afterwards. Oh, I'm yeah. telling you. And no, no one's going to go out and kill him. And I, I said that. And, you know, I know. I know. But you the thing is, is you know, if, if we did that, if anybody does that out there, if you see him driving down the road, you're lowering yourself down to his level, and it's not funny. It's stupid. So obviously, it's not going to be done. Just wave. Yeah. Just fly, find the single finger, baby. Because that's what he deserves. Well, that's what he's gotten from everybody here the whole time. So he's gotten plenty of those. I guess so. Uh, 866-277-4969. Mike, you in the hideout on JFK. What's up, bro? Yeah, what's happening, fellas? Yo. Charter member from day one. Yeah, I was just following up with the uh, the other caller that called in. I'd have the Fairfax County Police over there file charges. Yeah, I just... Listen to how the gift keeps giving. That you file charges, you let it go, he gets to the new job, you serve him papers down there, then he's going to have to appear in court in Virginia, so he's going to have to take all that time off, no, all that expense. The, the thing about radio is these things happen. Yeah. You don't press charges over radio. Then it's, keep your receipt yeah. and write it off as a tax expense. That you could probably do. Yeah, yeah. That, that's Business fine. expense. Good <laughs> for entertainment. That's something that I would do, but... Serving someone papers over this, over something, you know, where he's doing it out of revenge. And I know, I know for a fact when he was hitting the window, he was crying. Like, like on the, was it the Christmas story? Right. Uh, you know it. He had that, that uh, pent up rage. I just wanted to cry when he did it. And then, no, thank you, Mike. I got okay. it. Yeah. yeah. No, no, we don't want him to go there. Even though since a ticket dumped, I do wander. Uh. <laughs> Eight six six two seven seven forty nine sixty nine. Matt Albert, you're on JFK. Dubs, you ever need a soldier? <laughs> the comedy dumplings are there for you, baby. The what? The comedy dumplings. The comedy dumplings of uh We roll deep, son. Matt Albert and sit there deep in the folds. Just keep it real, kid. You don't even have a car, you wouldn't even be able to catch Wonder Boy. <laughs> Dump that too. God damn it. I don't want to get too personal. No. Jesus. And now we gotta wait for the ramp to for it to ramp back up. <laughs> Dubs. Let's keep the personal attacks to a minimum, just kind of reaction. Yeah, just reaction. No personal attacks. We're not into that. Reaction from what I did to what he did. Exactly. Keep it on that level. The pure trickery to the punkness. Yeah. The revenge of it. How do you feel? You feeling a little bit better? Yeah, I'm feeling fine. Talking about it? Yeah. Did you talk to I'm you? really thirsty, though. Are you? Yeah, I got some water here. Thanks. You, you, you want Pepsi? You want a Pepsi? Yeah, please. Need some of that Jesus juice? I do. That would make things feel better. By the way, a lot of our listeners have been bringing us beer lately. Are you as stocked up as I am? Oh, I'm completely stocked. Between the Killians and the Bud Light and the uh, Ting Sao and the Corona and the Heineken... I don't think I'm ever going to have to peer for, uh, pay for beer again. Yeah. Let me know when we're back up, J-Dubs. We're good. All right, let's go over here. Nick, you're in the hideout on JFK. What's up, fellas? What up, Yo. Yeah, I'm not trying to get personal or anything like that, but let me tell you something. It's the rules of the playground. You don't mess with another man's car. Well, what, let me... 
You just don't do it. I mean, you guys, you guys pulled the prank on him. You pulled it off. It was funny. But, you know, what he's doing is he's wearing a skirt, and, and, that, and he's going to have to live with that. You don't want to press charges. Nah. You know, you don't press charges, but you know he's uh, he's 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 wearing a skirt for the rest of his life with this. Let I mean, me let me put this question out. Do you think this was e equal payback? Equal payback? Absolutely not. Equal payback would have been a funny joke. That's not a funny joke. Something That's to just... humiliate me. It's not. It wasn't windshield for windshield. It was practical joke for practical joke, and that wasn't a practical. And when it really comes down to it, that wasn't a practical joke. You, no, you do something funny. to embarrass. Funny about it. Right. All right. Thank you. Thank All you. Right, All right, buddy. We'll talk to you. And I think you're right. You don't do something to give us show prep. <laughs> you don't give us a segment. All right. <laughs> Debbie, you're in the hideout on JFK. You there, baby? Hello. Hey, go ahead. You know what? I've been listening to you guys for as long as you've been on. Thank you. And I never call. But I think you guys, and I don't know if I can say this word, but I think you guys are being the biggest pussies. Why do you say that? Because, Jesus, Mary and Joseph. Yes. You, you tortured that poor boy. Okay. Absolutely tortured him. Uh, you tortured him, plain and simple. And he gave you a little bit of your medicine back. So suck it up and let it go. All right, let me tell you the difference. We did not torture that kid. That kid made his bed. That's and, and I, you know what I did? You know how I tortured him? I ignored him. I didn't help him. You, I didn't do. Humiliated him. He humiliated himself, and then he and then he vandalized and ran out. He, it was his oh, idea to break out of his own window. Boys, your big boys. That, that's why I'm not. I'm a big boy. That's why I'm not chasing him down the road. And right that's now. why we're not beating his ass. And that's why we're not filing charges. But I think we can talk about it, Debbie. You will agree with that, right, baby? Well, you can talk about it, but you're being. Babies. Oh, right, hey, all right. Hey, Deb, Hi, baby. Thank you. Well, I mean, Thanks. Debbie, you got to understand one thing: that in radio, pulling pranks and doing things like this, it's part of the job. This is what I mean. Me wearing a, a t super tight T-shirt or walking around acting like an ass—that is part of the job. So what J Dubs did was a good prank. She hung up. No, actually, I hung up on her. Hey, but, you know, and you should be fired for wearing that big shirt. That's, oh, that I mean, that's tight just shirt. decency. I mean, go to com to see that indecency. It actually will make you chuckle. Uh, X, you're in the hideout on JFK. Hey, what's up, guys? What's up, Hey, man, uh, what did you do to him exactly? Because I okay. kind of knew. Okay, uh, back in, uh, I'll say February, right. uh, we had a BMW X3 that was our car for about a month that we could drive and do everything, anything with. Uh -huh. Wonder Boy was not allowed to drive it. Uh -huh. I had... <laughs> I had uh, a uh, big elaborate thing with salespeople, the salesperson for the BMW, yeah. to uh, for her to call in and say one of the producers is going to get to keep the BMW. Oh. And he called, uh, so we had to figure out who was going to be on the uh, title. Right. Oh. And you're going to hear about this all tomorrow night. In fact, that's true. You will hear exactly how how this all started tomorrow night in the Ron and Fez show. Yeah. Well like if it was just a practical joke and stuff i mean and, and I, it was all I, in good fun I and mean. i and the thing was he broke out his own driver's side window right yeah yeah i know but i mean uh i mean if it's all in good fun but i mean if he's gonna go and be a little bitch and smash your window or whatever and then run off like a little pansy man you you know, I wouldn't take that crap, but I mean, oh, well, I give you props on being mature and actually, you know, taking I, it like a man. All right, well, the last thing you would call us is mature, but yeah. thank you, X. And again, there are a number of different ways you could handle it.
and we're just going to talk about it. We'll get your feedback at 866-277-4969. And I'll fantasize about doing all the things you guys are doing. Sips telling me to do tonight. Maybe one day. Like they were talking about, the business is small. You never know. Because mm-hmm. you know what's funny? Let me tell you how this screws Wonder Boy even more. I was beginning to feel bad. I don't know why. Yeah, I felt real bad at the end. And I shouldn't have, because I swear to Christ, if I could give you every detail that I knew about everything, there's no way you would even pretend. Okay? So, I was beginning to feel bad, and I honestly thought, like, well, you know what? Wonder Boy got the best of us. He he made us look look like a-holes. He made us look like a-holes. Yeah. Which, you know, I'm going to say, I can't really deny. We are. But... We're not we're not always a holes, and we're usually not a holes to people if they don't deserve it. Let me say that too. Yeah, because I can tell you, you can talk to a lot of people around here, no matter what the relationship is, uh, with most people, and they will say that we're not a holes if they don't deserve it. But Dubs and I, and I guess that's the problem. We don't sugarcoat. We don't usually try to pretend. You know what I mean? To like people and get along with people. If I don't like you, you aren't going to know that I don't like you. The only way you know I don't like you is I I ignore you. And I, you'll know if I don't like yeah. you. I don't have time for I'm it. I'm very passive about it, but and I like to put it out there. But I don't. I don't act like I like someone when I don't. But this is where it's typical uh, Wonder Boy fashion. Instead of going out on top, he could he could have let it go, and we would have looked like the a holes, and everybody said F A and J W are the biggest a holes. Or he could have gotten us back with a big elaborate stunt, gotten over that way. Instead. His way of getting back is busting the car window, vandalizing, and then running. And there's no way you can come out good looking at that. And I don't even think it was funny. Was it funny? Might have been. I mean, I w- I'm not out and ready. Maybe it was funny. It could have been funny. It could have been. F- the did... initial payback of it is funny. The idea of that is funny. I knew that was coming that whole last break when I didn't see him anywhere. No, you knew something was coming. Yeah. People are saying more shocking than it actually was funny. But it wasn't even shocking to me because I was expecting something. Yeah. There's no way you can't go wow. And that was the least I was expecting. Believe mm-hmm. it him to do the least. Right. Tenshi, you're in the hideout on JFK. Hey, what's up, Hefe? What's up, Doug? What up, bro? Yo. Hey, you know what? I could have thought of a better thing to do than what Wonder Boy did, man. If I wanted to get back a child, I would have done something a little more creative. Yeah. You know what I would have did? I would have called. I, I think my me and a friends did this a while ago, a long time ago. I don't advocate you do this. But what we did, my uh, a couple of friends of mine worked in the tow- towing business. And what we did, I guess somebody did something to my car. Yeah. You know, we did a little prank in you know, school. Mm-hmm. And what we did, we towed their car, and the friend came out, we towed their car, hit it in the uh, guy's, you know, the tow truck garage. Right. And the guy came out, you know, saying he couldn't find his car. Like it was stolen or something. Yeah, and we, you know... We all, because, you know, we from small town, we all had the sheriff's department in Boston. <laughs> the sheriff's department knew that we did it, so they wouldn't arrest us. Right. And, you know, and everybody it, was in on the joke except him. And th- and that's the part of it, too. And I'll tell you this. I guarantee people know about this. Yeah. Oh, I know they did. You know they did. I mean, whatever. Yeah. Two more calls on this. we got to take a break. Uh, oh. Bill, you're in the hideout on JFK. You there, Bill? Yo, yeah. Hey, guys. How's it going? What up, bro? Hey, uh, first time I've ever heard your show. Um, so, uh, I'm just wondering, 
I mean, do you guys really have nothing better to talk about than some guy busting out a window? I mean, how many different calls can you take? How many different opinions um, can there be? If this is the like... first time you've ever heard this show, then I guess you're not understanding how big a deal this actually is, so why don't you beat it and stop wasting people's time? Because this is actually something that's been going on for months. So if it's the first time, then why are you listening if you don't get it? That's what I don't understand. Mike, you're in the hideout on JFK. Yeah, I'm also looking forward to the sex lady. But listen, I want to, if I can, be the voice of reason. Uh, back in 1979, I was a college freshman at Williams College. When it, I, I don't know if you guys know, it was one of the best colleges in the country. Very hard to get into. You know, the elite mm -hmm. are there. And But despite this, we like to uh, have freshman fights. And we the big thing was to... to to attack the freshman quad with water, and then it became personal. And I remember one of the things I did to escalate is I took some medicated powder and went up to one of the uh, guys who lived in my suite and put the medicated powder, shook it in his bed and in his socks so that, you know, everything smelled like that medicated powder. I came back uh, the next day. There was some event for freshmen and their parents. I came back the next day, even though I'd only uh, pranked two guys, Everybody in the suite got together. They moved every stitch of furniture, everything from my room, down to the lobby. There was nothing in my room. So they all got back at you. And you know what, Dubs? Maybe this is a symptom of something bigger, that when you go through these, when you start pulling pranks like this, eventually people who are on as creative and they try to keep up, they don't end up, they're not able to do something equal to it, and then it ends up going something going really bad. You know yeah. what I mean? And it ends up just getting nasty, which is what happened tonight. You know what? I, I just don't know how I'm going to walk through the halls tomorrow with my head up. No one's ever going to respect me anymore. <laughs> All right. All right, well, there it is. And we've talked about it, and there it is. And I don't know, maybe we'll pick it up at some point uh, later on. But we got other... Uh, we got the, the phone call from when he called in, too. You want to play that real quick? I mean, it's Ron and Fez. I mean, do you think they'll be okay with that if we uh, yeah. play something from their show? I don't know. We'll we'll hold off on it. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I don't mind, but I don't. We, te technically, I guess we gotta get permission and stuff. Oh, that would be interesting to hear. Nah, you know what? We're not gonna do it. Let's take a break. All right, take a break. We move on because we'll move on. I swear to Christ, I'm I'm biting my I'm biting my tongue and my lips so hard, it hurts. And you know me. Stop it, then. You know how I get. I know. It wasn't enough for him to leave you in a pile of crap here at the station for stuff that he didn't get done. Yeah. He also has to leave you a broken glass. Yep. Complete disarray. That Everything. wasn't enough. Everything. Son of a bitch, if I ever see you. Taking a break, coming back. It's the Hideout, 106.7 WJFK. Sleep well. Hideout. So many perpetrators, man, the whole nine, many Everybody be cool. You be cool. The hideout. The hideout. Here they are. LFA. Half of the good day to dinner and serve. Welcome back into the Hideout, Washington, D.C. Um, I am El Jefe, and that is J-Dubs. It is 866-277-4969. 866-277-4969. And um, a lot going on in the Hideout. Some major stuff happened. 
uh, dubs, but we'll take a break from talking about that. Because yeah. uh, what I want to do now is I found uh, the most amazing article, which led me to a really interesting website. The website is ChristianExodus.org. And back in like, God, it was like 2001 or something, it was uh, the free state movement that tried to convince like 20,000 like liberty-minded people to move to New Hampshire. And their whole idea was that they were going to try to split away from the U.S. Instead, uh, or they didn't want to split away from the U.S., but what they were really trying to do in New Hampshire is to get them to maybe embrace their more libertarian roots. All right, so something like this has been done before. But from what I understand, uh, ChristianExodus.org, what they want to do is get uh, at least like 50,000 Christians yeah. to move to South Carolina. And once they get there, kind of... I guess, you know, slowly take almost all the government. Almost build a promised land. Yeah, and then eventually, from what I understand, and we're about to have someone on from the organization, um, maybe secede from the union. Um, I'm open-minded. I'll be perfectly honest. I'm kind of interested to see where they're at, why they want to do this. Um, is it necessary? So I'm going to go into this with an open mind, J-Dubs. I don't know about you. I don't even know if you're in the right mind state right now to do this interview, but we're going to try. Let's welcome in Corey Burnell. He is the president of ChristianExodus.org. Corey, thank you for joining us on the hideout. Well, thank you, LFA and J Tubbs. Appreciate you, fellas. Hey, what, what are you doing, brother? What is this going on? Did we hit, did we have this right? Well, yes, you're hitting nail on the head. Uh, you know what we're looking at here is the fact that government's gone uh, drastically awry and we want to reform it. If we can't reform it within one particular state, then, yeah, we need to look at the option of maybe uh, agreeing to disagree, and maybe separation would be beneficial for everybody. How has it gone awry? Now, I'll tell you this. I think government's probably gotten too big, but how has it gone awry? Well, what we're looking at is what was originally existed in, this, in the United States and what was intended by the founders in the sense that states govern themselves on a whole host of issues that we, they no longer govern themselves on, particularly when you look at the federal courts and the f interpretations of the U.S. Constitution. And what they've done, if we want to talk some specific issues, they've taken away from the states the power to run their own schools, mm -hmm. um, power to post Ten Commandments in public places. Right. We saw that just last year. Uh, the, the power to ch protect the unborn, uh, the you know right to life of the unborn. And now, recently... We have gay marriage come about in Massachusetts. It's our opinion it's just a matter of time before the Supreme Court or, or an appellate uh, federal court forces that on all the states of the Union. That's just despicable. So we're just... <laughs> I'm, I, I'm, I'm, I feel dirty just from hearing you talking about it. I, I know, you know. Oh, all right, hold on a second. We had to, uh, we'll put you on hold for a second because he doesn't like to give out his real name. Uh, he goes by Tommy Bateman, so we had to dump it out. But um, if you give us a chance, and notice not only did I dump it, <laughs> Tommy was quick. Get, Tommy, just give us a chance to dump it first before you get uh, button happy back there. No, it's okay. I'd rather be safe than sorry. Trust we, I, we hit it pretty quick, though. I know, but trust me, that's how other things... Somebody else will catch it. You know what I mean? And that's how That's how issues arose. Well, I mean, if it's a swear word. Yeah. Yeah, you know what? That's true. If it's a swear word, then everybody can hit the button. If it's real names, we'll hit the button. And I guarantee you we'll hit it. And if we don't, you'll know because there's a buzzer back there. Exactly. 
And you have four seconds. Yeah. <laughs> he goes, LOL, sorry, I jumped out of my chair. <laughs> I hit it before you did. All right, we're back up. All right. Sorry about that, Corey. We should have told you that's one of the rules of the hideout. No uh, no real names. And hey, so... I'll, I'll read ahead next time, fellas. No problem, brother. All right, so anyway, but you had a conversation with our producer because we were talking about how ungodly it is that you know people have equal rights. Well, hey, now, when we talk about equal rights, everybody's got a right to marriage. What we're talking about here is whether you, as a man, got a right to marry another man. Mm -hmm. And that's a total redefinition. Marriage, marriage isn't between a man and a man or between a woman and a woman. Now, if you're a man, you got the right to marry. You right. can go marry a woman. Well, here's the thing. I don't, I don't want to get too involved with all of the issues because we sure. could, um, you know, we're going to debate this all day. It'd be perfectly. I mean. Dubs and I have been labeled liberal homos. We're not going to lie to you. So we could, and probably by some of your friends, but we, so we could argue this, but I want to find out more about what it is that you're doing per se. So you think that the government, especially the federal government, has taken away too many rights from the states. And so your plan is to move into South Carolina. Now, let me ask you. Why this. South Carolina? That's my thing. Don't you yeah. think you're being a little bit selfish? they got a decent climate. they got a beach. <laughs> Why not a North Dakota or an Upper Peninsula of Michigan? Maybe Maine. Right. Yeah, yes, Maine, yeah. Well, fellas, uh, we looked at three uh, southern, fairly Christian-leaning states. We looked at Mississippi, Alabama, and South Carolina. Mm -hmm. And then we, we really narrowed it down to South Carolina for several reasons. They already have the most independence-oriented uh, uh, folks in the the union. When we look at the University of North Carolina Southern Focus Poll, you get about one out of six uh, on good polls. You get about one out of five folks saying that they think the South would have been better off as an independent nation. So they've got there's a mindset in the state already. Yeah. That uh, that they'd be better off without federal intrusion. Let me ask you about this though, real quick. When I hear yeah. about this, the one thing that comes up with me though is something like slavery. Didn't you think the government had to get involved, uh, had to step in with something like that, or or is this a white movement only? No, it's not a white movement only. And and the moral, you know, the moral outcomings of 140 years ago, that's good. We're all for the ending of, of slavery. Sure, that's good to know. Yeah, absolutely. But you know what happened? It's an interesting study. The United States is the only country on the planet that I know of that ended slavery by, through bloodshed. Mm -hmm. You know, it was, it was protected by the U.S. Constitution, which is a shame. Well, in the Bible, though, there were fights over that, right? Blood was shed? You know well, the Bible, I don't. Know I don't. About particularly over the issue of slavery, but you've got, you know, you've got all sorts of uh, opinions and vantage points on where the Bible stands on slavery and its and its uh, particular place in history. But I can tell you this, there's slavery going on in the world right now in Africa. Yeah. Why aren't we over there killing people to end it? There's no oil there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I get, I, yeah, let me ask you that. That's a good point, Dubs. Uh, again, we're talking to Corey Burnell. He's the president of ChristianExodus.org. Uh, it's an interesting read. Go to the website. If you want to get involved, I suppose you could get involved. Is George W. Bush a good Christian? Uh, George W. Bush, I won't, I can't comment on his salvation, but is he a good Christian? He's, I think, a good man. But no, as Christians, most of us in our organization are disappointed with him. Um, you know, there, there's some things he just, he's, he's appointing the folks that are openly homosexual to high executive. Well, we uh, can't have that. Well, you can have Ungodly. homosexuals in positions, fellas, but look, when you're... I can have a, different, a few different ones. We know about some positions. Well, yeah, when, <laughs> when, you're, when you're open about it, what you're seeking is you're seeking folks to accept it and say it's okay. 
So, you know, it, it, there were homosexuals 30, 40, 50 years ago, but they just kind of oh, kept it to themselves. All right, hold on a second. You, you realize that people have been gay probably since the beginning of time. Oh, absolutely. All right. But I there's just... a difference between keeping it to yourself, you're, you know, you're in your own bedroom, and then going out in the neighborhood and demanding your neighbor acknowledge that it's okay. Let me ask you That's this. What they want today. Real quick, this is something that I've always wondered about. Yeah. So we're, we're worried about... You know, homosexuality and maybe even to the, um, like, incest and stuff. Sure. I've always had the question, though, from the very beginning of time, Adam and Eve and Cain and Abel, how did we procreate? Because you guys are real big on the creationism, right? Yeah. How, uh, how did that happen? How did we end up getting so many people? Well, if you want to go back to the creation story, obviously you can only deal with a certain amount of people um, when you write any piece of literature. So we don't, know, we don't know how many folks... And how fast that that occurred, procreation between Adam and Eve, and and uh, and how how quickly that went. Scripture just doesn't tell us about it. But all we know is it was good, right? That's right. That's right. And if we had Adam and Steve, it wouldn't have happened. Well, no, it wouldn't have, fellas. And it is a perversion. It is twisting on what what we were created to do. And Lord knows what we would have done with that snake, right? Well, oh, when, come you know, on. And the consequences of that, though, fellas, is that they take this and they want to move it into schools. We're already seeing it around the country that our, our children are being indoctrinated is that this is an okay and healthy lifestyle when it's not. And studies show that, that disease is uh, incurred at a much higher rate now, for that sort of behavior. Now, uh, what do you think of Will and Grace? I, I don't watch it. It kind of... What is your favorite TV show? I watch it. Seinfeld. Really? Yeah. Hmm. And even though they were Jewish? I got nothing with Jews. Even Muslims too. You like Muslims? Well, yeah. I mean, uh, you take individuals uh, how you can as individuals. Now, I won't agree with the religions, of course, because I believe Jesus Christ died on the cross, rose from the dead. Wasn't he a Jew? Well, of course he was. Okay. I mean, there's no anti-Semitism about being for Jesus Christ. I, I agree. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You all see the Passion? Uh, yeah, I did. Did yeah. you like it? I did. It's kind of an experience. Corey Brunell, president of ChristianExodus.org. Here in the hideout, I like to have these open conversations. Like, because I'll be honest, we we completely disagree with you. Well, sure. But I think it's interesting. I like I like people who just kind of they they're doers. You understand what I'm J? What I'm saying, J. Dubs? The passion was a was a uh, a jerk film. <laughs> Checked out. Uh, hey, did you actually think? Do you think the real the loser, the real uh, Mary Magdalene, was as hot as Monica Bellucci, the one who played Mary Magdalene in the movie? Uh, Answer, uh, pussy. Comment, fellas. Right. But you know, if we're get, if we're talking about Chris next to stuff, hey, we're, we're looking he at here me. is moving multiple phases of twelve thousand people into South Carolina for the goal of reestablishing constitutional government based on Christian principles. Mm -hmm. If we can't work that out within the union, then what, kind of what's gotten us all the attention is don't the you think kind of retarded. We want that goal accomplished, even if it means we don't stay in the union. So, do you think that you would be willing to like move to an island? Yeah. Hmm. I what? would be. The problem is getting thousands of other people to be like the one of Doctor Moreau. <laughs> yeah, the little experiment. You'd, right. You'd be the midget. Well, you know, you, we have so many ideas kicked around and bantered around, but uh, I guess you know if you're talking about people. The fact is, Christians, you know, this was originally a Christian constitutional republic. And um, there are just really hundreds of thousands, if not millions of us, who want that back again. I want to heart punch you. Now, how would you, have, how would you notice, though, that in all seriousness, Christians have won from the beginning of time? Do you really, I mean, let's be honest, you guys control most of government. We're, st we're moving more and more toward a moral 
um, based society when it comes to rules and laws. You can't really feel like you're losing, especially when you look even back 30, 40 years. I think it's it's become more so, um, uh, at least government-wise, a religious state than it ever has been, at least in the past 30, 40 years. I uh, See, I disagree with that because, you know, 30, 40 years ago, you had no issues locally of if the Ten Commandments was posted. But now look at the, the Pledge of Allegiance case. Some guy doesn't like it, and he can take it to court and then force his lost. opinion on everybody. Yeah, eventually, but guess what? Judge Moore lost on the Ten Commandments. The state of Alabama lost on the Ten Commandments, and that goes on all over. You're I mean, a there's, loser. you know, there's episodes on that in Illinois and Kentucky, and that that just keeps going on and on. And then you look at kids being prosecuted for praying in schools voluntarily praying. Mm -hmm. We've got uh, we're linked to an article, a World Net Daily article, off our site that has three examples. It leads with three examples of students being prosecuted for voluntary students. I hit you more than Wonder Boy. Even school-led prayer. So, and then you throw in the idea of, well, the states used to govern behavior, moral behavior themselves. And in 2003, with the Lawrence versus Texas sodomy ruling, that was thrown out. Now the states can't decide what's good and bad Sodomy, behavior. the first idea, um, the good idea came out of his mouth. You had Roe versus Wade, and that, that was 31 years ago. All right. I hear you. I hear you. Again, I, you know, I told you we could debate this stuff all day. Well, and I that's just what wanted... we're doing, fellas. It's honest debate. I'm, yeah. You know, and I just wanted to hear where you're at, man. Well, I yeah. say, hey, good luck. Because honestly, I would like ha I would like to have a lot of the fundamentalists and stuff. Just that's kinda, what I want to hear. You know, that, <laughs> yeah, just, you know. That's what I want to hear. But put a, just, put a uh, gate around them. Yeah. <laughs> don't go to South Carolina though. Don't give up the beachfront property. Go to like the Galapagos Islands or something. Well, you know when you go to the bottom that, of the ocean. Look at how things might work out. There, there, there'd be some. You know, there'd be free trade, open borders. I mean, we're not talking about a lockdown and a, and a shutout of all sorts of other folks. Nobody's for that. I'm what do you have to trade there? This so isn't going to happen. I mean, you understand that. I know this is just a big publicity stunt. You want to get your word out there. I know you you want to you want to have everybody feel like the Christians are being uh, oppressed. But let's be serious. You guys aren't being oppressed. Oh, I, I was buying it. Look, five and ten years ago, people wouldn't have said we'd ever see gay marriage in this country. And in the 80s, we wouldn't have thought we'd ever see the dissolution yeah. of the Soviet Union. So, fellas, the political landscape five and ten, fifteen years from now is going to be drastically different than what we're seeing. So you're saying there's going to be no Christianity in five to ten years? Oh, I'll tell you this. We're just seeing in Canada, a guy got fined $5,000 for printing three Bible verses in the newspaper because he violated their anti-hate speech laws. See, Christianity is going to come is under hateful? fire as hate speech. Well, is it hateful, though? What That's, he printed was it hateful. No, there were three Bible verses talk that the the where the Bible specifically said that homosexuality was a sin. That's hateful. That's, That's hateful toward human beings. Was that Christianity and the Bible is hateful? So you're making a determination upon God's word that it's hateful. No, and, but and if you're going to do that, you're setting yourself up in authority over it. Christians aren't going to stand for that. Well, that, that's why I agree that what you're doing is good. Please yeah. move as quick as possible. And I tell you what, well, whatever we can do, I mean, there's there's a lot of prime real estate in Afghanistan. I, I know, I know. Iraq's you, available. Like not even be this close. But I'll tell you, if y'all will promote this idea, yes. get, it, get it out there to liberals to say, hey, let's not let them get out of the union themselves. Let's kick them out. Um, I'd be right there with you. You can have uh, W run South Carolina. Okay. <laughs> and uh, maybe, you know, a terrorist attack will happen on his watch again. Yeah. All right, brother. Well, hey, good luck. Uh, ChristianExodus.org. That's Corey Burnell.
All right, brother. You, fellas. Take right. care. We'll talk to you. Bye. Good for him, man. What a retard. You know, but whatever. I wish just have pack up and move. I'm not completely against that. No. Perfectly honest. Honestly, that's the best thing that some people can do. They just just pack up and move as fast as possible. Just don't break my window on your way out. <laughs> You're gonna get hurt. <laughs> Couple calls on this real quick, and we got a break. Uh, Uncle Ryan, you're in the hideout on JFK. Yo, what's up, man? What's up, babe? Dude, I'm about to gag. Why's that? Man, get that D off the airwaves. He's, he's gone. gone. He's gone. He's gone. All right, man. I just got to tell you two words. United States of America, number one. We've already been through the Civil War thing. Number two, inter I'm a homosexual. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but I'm saying, dude, come on, man. We're all one. This guy, I'm a Christian. Right. I'm straight up, 110%. But he just he just pisses me off. I, I thought the whole thing, and thank you, brother. I thought the whole thing about Christianity was being accepting. Yeah. And not being hateful. And it's just so funny how no matter what, um, it's it's people trying to take away choice, you know, and who you are. I mean, if you look if you look at the things, do you have your paper right there, Dubs? Yeah. They're trying to take away choice. No one's saying that you can't practice your religion. No one's saying that. What they're trying to say is keep it out of the schools. Keep it out of somewhere where it's going to be forced upon people. That's because they want abortion continues uh, against many of the wishes of the states. Again, taking away choice. Children may not pray in our schools, and the Bible is not welcome except under certain federal guidelines. They're not taking away your religion. They're just saying don't do it for eight hours out of the day while you're at school. You can pray to them all you want when they get home. And it's not even like you can't pray while you're at school. You just can't have the teacher up there spouting it off. Exactly. Ten Commandments are banned from public display. What does that matter? You can put it in your wallet. I know people who carry around the commandments in their wallet. You can't do that? Sodomy is now legal and celebrated as diversity. Yes, and thank goodness. Let me tell you that now. I, I know I've enjoyed a few uh, encounters. Preaching Christianity will soon be outlawed as hate speech. That'll never happen. I'm not going to tell you what end I was on. And gay marriage will be foisted upon us in the very near future. Again, what's wrong with having some choices in the world? That's what it is. This is very Taliban-esque. If you look at it, it's just very fundamentalist. James, you're on JFK. What's up, guys? What up, brother? Hey, what he said about uh, what that dude printed in the uh, newspaper or whatever about gay marriage being a sin, he said that's not... Hate speech crime. Right. Let me tell you something. I, I work at well, I work at a company. Whatever. I was trying to access a website from I don't know if it was Al Jazeera or whatever. Right. But it wouldn't let me. The filter wouldn't. You know, it would filter it out. It was saying that it was a hate speech crime. Whatever that you're saying about other religions or or, or anything going on in this world, you know, it, it's going to be considered a hate speech crime. He has to be open minded and 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 know that he's just like backing uh, a belief that he has. He, he, he can't be, I don't know, he, he's stupid, man. He's sleepy. <laughs> he's sleepy. He needs to move out to Somalia or something. And uh, if they're all moving to South Carolina, let me tell you something. I ain't going to South Carolina. No, I don't know. I'm going around. I'm driving through somewhere else. We're going to go through Tennessee instead. I'm sure I can pick up some great porn there. Final call in the hideout. PJ, what's up, bro? What up, fellas? Yo. Hey, you guys remember, uh, maybe it was like 25 years ago. Well, no, you guys won't remember. But Jonestown. Yeah. That's what this guy's starting to sound like, like he's going to kill everybody with the Kool-Aid. I'm not, uh, hey, I'm not opposed to that either if they want to gather 50,000 of the uh, fundamentalist wackos. As long as they're killing any of these, the, the, the wackos. Just anyone who's extreme. Even if I'm going to say tree huggers, as liberal as we are. I just hate the extremists. 
And don't take up South Carolina. I've never been there, but I'm sure they have uh, at least one nice beach. Do they have any pro? They have very nice strip clubs. Yeah. Do they have any uh, pro baseball teams or any pro teams? I don't think um, so. Uh, the, I think the Carolinas uh, uh, share the uh, the Panthers. Hey, they have the Gamecocks, don't they? Yeah, South Carolina Gamecocks. They, they used to have the Charleston Charlies. I don't know whether they, they were AAA or not. I bet he's going to try to change the name of the team. And who's going to walk around wearing the funny Gamecocks hat? It's going to be it's going to be the Charleston Christians with a big old cross on the back. Hey, look, whatever. I'm not here to hate on Christianity. In fact, I'm here to promote it. So go, ChristianExodus.org. Beat it already. Then the FCC can just control that little slim area right there. Hey, speaking of the FCC, this lady would never get away uh, with no. no. Um, we'll come back and we'll play these sex lady tapes. And they've been heavily edited, but I still think they're funny. So we'll take a very quick break. We'll come back. It's the Hideout 106.7 WJFK. L.F.A. In front of my babies, you got torn on. Homo shows up in here. What kind of freak ass is this? You two mother need Jesus. L.F.A. WJFK, I am Al-Hafe. That is J-Dubs. And um, again, thank you to uh, Corey, uh, the second coming, ChristianExodus.org. It is an interesting read. And I'm not here to be hateful toward people. I want people to be... And that's what's funny about this cat, is that I want him to be happy. If he really feels he needs to move somewhere and secede, all right, go, bro. Go be happy. But don't... Just because you have those views, don't don't limit our happiness here. Just vote. I need sodomy. Just vote for whoever doesn't want sodomy. If you know if that's what the popular decision is. Right. All right. So um, eight six six two seven seven forty nine sixty nine. I got to be honest with you, Dubs. I like to be honest with our with our listeners. I like to be honest with each other. I'm thrown off tonight. Yeah. It's tough to to do a show um, when you've been had. I don't know if we've been had. Well, I mean, it's just you know. I I think there's a couple people that knew about things that I didn't expect, you know. No. I would expect more of, more uh, creativity of. And again, this is all going back to uh, to uh, Wonder Boy smashing out Dubs' window. And again, you know, it's different. It's apples and oranges. It's totally uncreative. <sighs> so with that, we're going to try to... creative people. We're going we're gonna to try to completely steamroll ahead. Um, how was your day other than that, J-Dubs? It was fine. Did it? I, mean, I, I think it was more good than bad. Because I, 
I've just gotten a lot off my plate. You know, you almost look, you look relieved in a sense, yeah. too. Yeah. The grin is back. Yeah. J-Dubs is back. It's not a, it's, it's a fairly diabolical grin. Yeah, but you, you, you look very psycho right now. Panani, as you look at J-Dubs, let's get Tommy here. We didn't get a chance to talk to the staff about this. I know... It's it's you just understand it's tough. Maybe we're not professionals professionals enough. Yeah, we're only twenty six and twenty three years old. It's still stewing in our head what happened. Bateman, get in here. Oddball, get in here. Bateman, we've done some mean things to you. Really? We're not gonna lie. I haven't written them down before. <laughs> I'm like in Billy Madison, Steve Buscemi's character, people to kill. Right. Cross the people off the list. What do you think about the whole situation? Uh, well. At first, I wasn't really paying attention. I was running in the round in the back, and I heard Wonderboy call in, and I was like, wow, he sounds pretty sad. And then he says, I have something that you can remember me by, and I heard a smash, and I was like, no, he didn't. And then I figured I'd go out there, and it would just, you know, his car would be fine, and he'd just smash some glass or something like that. And then I actually saw it, and then I saw the bat there, and I was like, I can't believe he now, actually I did it. I never saw the note. I don't know if there was a note. I, don't, I, I just saw the bat. Right, I didn't see. I didn't see any note or anything. Do you have more respect? Uh, I was just sort of surprised he did it. I, I don't think I would do that. Really? I don't know. I would really have to be. Well, he was pushed pretty far. But do you think he was pushed, or do you think he deserved it? I, I mean, are we that? Let me ask you. Then you can be honest, because if anyone knows, are we too harsh? Well, I don't know. I didn't see the interaction you guys had on a daily basis you know i would hear stuff but i never saw it firsthand so i don't know can i say this in all honesty i think we've been 10 times meaner to tommy than we ever were to uh oh, definitely easy in fact i'm i'm banking on that yeah. i know that for a fact <laughs> what do you think from what i've seen yeah do you think we're evil horrible people um and you can be honest don't lie i mean I don't I'm, I'm thinking i'm trying to remember everything i have it all written down at home Hold on a second. Will this help jog your memory? Tommy the fag. Tommy's a virgin. what I do to your car. <laughs> I'm, I'm more afraid of what you're going to do to my Achilles heel. I'm going to oh. stop wearing sandals because I know you're going to be hiding under there one day and slash them. You know, but I, you know, I, and that's the thing, too. We give this kid a lot of crap. Yeah. You know, and we really, really do. But he's still, he's a great producer. Would you ever come back at us? You will one day, won't you? Um, you know me. Why would you even ask that question? You know what's going to suck the worst is that Tommy will stick around. And yeah. If there's anyone I don't want to fight, it's Tommy. And I'm sure he'll have a knife. And I'm sure he'll be crying just like Wonder Boy was. Yeah. Just beating our faces in. It's from Sweet Relief. <laughs> Dubs, have we learned anything? Should we be nicer? No. I'm I'm ready to be meaner. I am too. I got to be honest. I got a lot. Of, I got a lot of hate in my heart. Not going to lie to you, i got a lot of hate in my heart right now. Oddball, you haven't been with us very long. No, I haven't. And I'll be honest, we don't mess with you because you scare me. Good. I mean, why? <laughs> in the same way, again, we said you look like Fred Norris, in the same way that I'm sure Fred scares their staff. We're just afraid. Oh, is that the secret of his uh, longevity with Howard? It sure is. I'm sure if you listen to the show as avidly as I do, you understand that. What do you think about the whole situation? Did you hear it all? Are we evil people? Well, from what he, I've heard, he's gone through just with Ron and Fez. I don't know why, you know, you guys were the ones that pushed him over the edge. I think he would have busted out their windshields a long time ago. And that's the other thing, too. 
that somehow you and I are made to be the evil people. Mm -hmm. I mean, I used to, you know, whenever Fez and them were uh, in this time slot, I used to run that show down here. Mm -hmm. And I heard how they treated him, you know, and it's like I would have expected him to snap a long time ago. Yeah. It's just, you know, I guess it's different strokes for different folks. I guess, you know, but do you think every story needs a villain, J-Dubs? I guess so. I mean, I... Do you think we need villains just in life? Maybe. Is this like a Spider-Man episode? Is that what it is? Is this a Spider-Man movie where there are good guys and there are bad guys? And the hideout, we're the bad guys? Because it's the hideout and that's where outlaws gather, allegedly. Do you think it's something like that? I don't think we're bad guys. I think uh, we're friends who like to haze each other and have fun, and people don't understand that. I'd love to get to know if people listening think we're bad guys. Even, like, maybe... Even Nicotina? And then no more and more. Maybe we are. Maybe this is a time for self-reflection. Maybe this is a time to look into our car windows. Nah. Oh, we can't. Only on the passenger side. Yeah. What have I been telling you about uh, that liberal attitude? It's time to come over to the right side. Are you, so I sh oh, so this is the liberal in me being That's the liberal you're li self doubting mean, yeah, no liberal being too loose too need some construction vote Bush vote <laughs> Bush no I should dump that cut off his mic <laughs> I should dump you saying vote Bush you know what actually Punani now that I think about it you've probably been with us the longest yeah day one you I mean on and off I mean I've missed we've gotten into you and I have gotten into fights so much so. That I had to, I left the show to cool off because I was ready to punch you in your neck. <laughs> and uh, there have been several weeks when I haven't come in because I've just, yeah, you've, yeah. I mean, and I don't know, I'm, I'm too stupid. I, what bothers me is I didn't have a problem with Wonder Boy. Right. But the entire episode of him doing this, you know, I, I, I don't know whether it's a loss of respect. I, I don't know. I'm too stupid to be able to what about vocalize us, it. What about us, though? Are we evil people or bad guys or is this radio stuff? It's radio stuff. And I guess that's part of it is it is radio stuff, and everybody needs to realize that. Right. Everybody, I mean, the first night I came in, I said, here are my limits, and you know my limits. Mm -hmm. There's certain things you're not allowed to go after. Okay. And, you know, I'll be real honest. It's my family. You're just not allowed to talk about my family. I didn't even know I had family. I never even got that memo. Okay. I just haven't done it. I mean, in the way of, you know, and I'm saying, yeah, you can talk about it. All we know is you like fat girls. Yeah. yeah. But, I mean, everybody's Off the Internet. And Freddie would do. Everybody set their limits, and, and you respect that together. But everything else is fair game. What J-Dubs did with that, you know, the prank was exactly that. It was a, it was a radio prank. It was incredibly executed. Thank you. And Appreciate that. I mean, but I, I think anybody Let's in radio... Let's do it tomorrow. Let's do it tomorrow night, yeah. But the key and we'll, is... We'll, and we'll see who I did a better job. But the key is Dubs didn't break out his windshield. Yeah. Or his window. Dubs there was, didn't there was physically no, do it. There was no trickery to it. Well, he did. If Dubs had gone down there and smashed it out with a bat, then I can understand, you know, yeah. the eye for an eye. You know what? The more but if you're dumb enough to be tricked into doing it your, to your own car yourself, he's dumb enough to do it to someone else's car and run. Well, that's true. <laughs> good point. You know, I'm happy actually, to be honest with you. Because <laughs> the more I think about it, that was funny. What people are going to hear tomorrow is funny. Yeah. What we did, it was a funny bit. <sighs> and this just wasn't funny. It's not funny. 866-277-4969. 866-277-4969. All right. Um, Smack Attack Mouth says this. Let me read it and see if we can decipher what happened. You wanted your last action to be WB to be crushed 
with the bring up of the worst thing you did to him in a way to bring him down on a low note, but he acted last, and that made you mad. No. And, and actually, and, but we, we covered that in that he could have won. Yeah. Because you're right. He had we, we did re-bring it up. It was the low note, and we were made to look like the a-holes, and I think if you even go out on that note, you know, not everything has to be theatrics. But, yes, he did come through, and he acted last, and, yes, he did make us mad, and it still wasn't funny, and it still wasn't, I don't know, man, I, I don't get it. I don't get it. He could have won. Yeah. That's he the, had, in normal Wonder Boy fashion, he lost. He could have won, making us look. He lost in more ways than he knows. Seriously. He lost in so many ways. Now you're just uh, talking crazy. No. Trust me, I know a lot of things. But you know what? Let's let's ask around, and this will be the last. I, I, again, we're not we're not great broadcasters. We're horrible, but it's something that we have to talk about. Uh, Pete, you're in the hideout on JFK. Look, I, I agree with you guys. It, it was probably a pretty low thing that he did, and not creative. Mm -hmm. But I got to tell you, it was funny. I laughed my ass off. Uh, well, okay. Well, maybe it was funny. Maybe it was funny. Though. Maybe we missed out because we were on this side of it. Yeah, I, I can see your point. Totally see your point. I'd be pissed if it was my car. You guys. But the thing is, the, the thing way is, you put it together. It was just classic. How did he put it together? He walked out. No, no, the way you put it together, the way you put the prank on Wonder Boy together, was classic. That was just and pure genius. It was yeah. interesting hearing the glass smash. I am a genius. Right. <laughs> yeah, I, that, well, okay, I've only been listening to you guys for a month or so. That's all right. You're, you're all right. But i got to Appreciate say, that. I mean, it was, it was funny. When, when he was out there sounding like he was going to cry, I can't go to the party. Uh, I thought he said something like, I just want to give you something I produced. And then you heard that smash. Yeah. I, I, I laughed my ass off. Dubs, were you at all wondering if it was going to be a gunshot? No, I knew what it was going to be the whole time. That's why it was totally unimaginative. Were you hoping? Were you hoping for that gunshot? Oh, shot? yeah. Jesus Christ. Thank you, Pete. We'll save me some time. Uh, less cleanup. Yeah. <laughs> Use a 22 so it just rattles around in the skull. Do it through your chest. I don't want to clean up brains. If you do a 22, it's not going to completely blow it out. <laughs> Dave, you're in the hideout of JFK. Yo. Hey, J-Dubs. Yo. Yep, El Jefe, just great show. Always a great show. Listen, let me give you a different perspective for a moment, okay? Okay, please. Everybody says that they could understand an eye for an eye if he was creative and if somehow he got one of you guys to smash his window, uh, you know, smash And that was, that was just a, uh, uh, an instance. It didn't, I didn't have to break out my own window like I, like I, he did. Exactly. Right. But exactly. it, it, it could have been something more imaginative. That's all I'm saying. I can, I can find humor. And I and I can agree with that. And listen, what what you did to him was just absolutely classic. I mean, everyone talked evil. about it. It was a great bit. But let me just give you a quick perspective. Go ahead, brother. What, okay, what would happen? Look, you know for a fact that somebody scams a little old lady to go to a bank and remove fifty thousand dollars. She's the one who's removed fifty thousand dollars, but she's not the one who goes to jail. The guys who scam her, the guys who who you know. Now, now here's the brilliant thing about when I did it last. Right. I had him sign a waiver covering everything that could have happened. Okay. I made him sign well, something notarized. Well, if he was stupid enough, it's a fall for that. That's, yeah. That, that's his problem. But nevertheless, when people say, well, the difference is uh, he broke his own window, and in this case, he broke your window. In actuality, when you think about it, really, you broke his window. 
Just like, you know, in other words, when, when that little old lady gets, gets fooled or, or she gets right. scammed, uh, the police are not going to say, hey, it's your fault, you went to the bank, you took the money out. The but guy if, is if, not going to take the money out of the ones to blame. If she signed a waiver saying everything that was going to happen. No, well, no, I understand what Dave is saying, and I, yeah. think, I think Dave brings up a valid point. I think, I think that's more of the sucker move that I did to him. I made him sign the waiver. Yeah, I think I mean, that was, was the hardest classic. thing of all. It was classic. What you did was brilliant. <laughs> There's no doubt about it. He was stupid enough to fall for it. But nevertheless, in actuality... You really broke his window if you if you if you could if you could identify with what I'm saying. And if yeah, I can. I understand what you're saying. And, and if that's the case, what he did, he didn't slash your tires, he didn't key your car, he didn't do more damage than you did to his car. If you if you buy the idea that you actually smashed his window by getting him to do it. Right. So in other words, he did an eye for an eye. He did exactly. He, he damaged your car like you damaged his car. We got you, Dave. I understand what you're saying. I understand, but it is radio, and uh, I don't see the the. Exact payoff, but to me, it's not eye for it's you know bit for bit. Yeah, bit for bit. Not not eye window for window. Yeah, because if that was the case, why didn't he grab it right then and smash the window out immediately after? Because he didn't have anywhere to run, or anyone nowhere to run, or to plant the idea. Yeah, but I will say this much for him, and I will give him this credit: it was a great bit. There was no bit. Well, I mean, the thing is, it made for, it, it, you know, it, it's something that... it was. I mean, we're talking about it, if, if you want to say that was a bit. Well, I mean, in that sense, but it doesn't even come close to what J-Dubs did. Mm-hmm. All right, let's go to uh, K-Dog. What's up, brother? You're in the hideout on JFK. Yeah, what's up, fellas? Yo. Yo, uh, your boy El Jefe, he should, he should go ahead and get with one of the boys' ex-girl. <laughs> don't do that. I, don't, I know you're sweet on her. No, it's not even about that, but we're not making personal attacks. We even said it in the first break. I don't care. And, hey, I dig it. I'm not going to lie. I'd hook it up. Yeah. But we're not going to go there. Uh, and so can I go there? <laughs> Please. We'll, uh, we'll see if we can hook something up. Thank we'll you. line up behind Punani. Uh, thank you, K-Dog. All right, Dan. All right, brother. 5,000, man. All right, people want to know if Goss can get involved. Um... I don't think BG44K is going to fix my window. Laszlo brings up an amazing point. Not at all. The contest was to start the car. The idea of breaking his own window out was completely Wonder Boys. Yeah, it was his idea. And you know what? That's right. Because we offered up different ways. Yeah. And he, and he, we he insisted. In fact, he insisted on breaking out his own window. Loser! It's so funny, I forgot about that. That's why it was even more ingenious. And I felt bad for it the whole time. And then after his reaction and his because pussy I, footing. Because actually the bit really was that he, he wasn't to win the car. Yeah, it wasn't. The bit wasn't to break out his own window. The more I think about it, that's right. Because you were never going to get into your car. No. He was, however he was going to get in, he was going to get into his car, he was going to drive around, he was going to think he won the X3, and then he was going to get juiced. Well, the thing was, breaking into each other's car was his idea, too. That was, it, we were just going to do a driving test, and then he was going to win and think he won an X3. And that didn't happen. Give Wiles a little prize. I forgot about that. God damn, that's so true. That's even funnier. That's funny. Am I wrong? Yeah. All right, break. We'll come back. Actually, we're going to talk to Jay when we get back. Um, speaking of pranks gone wrong, maybe we are horrible people because we almost broke up a marriage last night. 
was very close. I had to make some phone calls. I'll tell you the complete story after this. And we'll play uh, we'll play at least one of those uh, sex lady tapes, too. we got to get to that as well. That's funny stuff. Taking a quick break. We're coming back. It's The Hideout, 106.7 WJFK. The Hideout, featuring LFA and J-Dubs. I like to emotionally rape my customers. The Hideout. 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 You should go to jail just for all the things that you've helped make worse in this country, and I don't think you should be so proud of yourself. You should be hanged, you scum! What you do is sick and depraved. You should be shot! Oh, I'm sorry. Did I break your concentration? Welcome back to the Hideout 106.7 WJFK Dubs. You thought you had a bad night? Yeah. Screw you, bro. The Mavericks have lost Steve Nash. <laughs> you knew Steve Nash was on his way out. No effing way. When you lose Dirk, then you can have a bad day. I'd rather have Nash. Although Nash only has a couple good years left in him, much like Shaq. But to lose the person who runs the team... Who uh, who did they get for him? Nobody. Oh, he just walked. Free agency to Phoenix. Oh. He came back to Cuba and Phoenix did something stupid. Five years, $65 million. There's no way I'd sign him to a five-year deal. He has maybe two years left as a point guard. Mm-hmm. He goes as fast as he does. He can't play over 30 minutes a, a game. Yeah, that's, that's too high of a price. $11 million or whatever it was a year. 13, whatever. I can't do the math right now. I'm so shaken up. Not over Dubs, but over Steve Nash. And there it is. We've lost Nash. It's a sad day for the hideout. It's a sad day for Maverick fans. And it's just even worse when you don't get anything in return. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. When you lose a player. That's like you losing Joey Harrington. Yeah. Uh, All right. Charles Rogers? Yeah, Rogers would be rough. Because mm. he has, you know. How do I think about it? Is there anyone on the lines that I would care? That would, Rogers would be, you know, would be shocking. He played six games. But, you know, he you, you can see the potential in the guy. What would it be like for, um, nobody for the Wizards? What about, uh, like, hmm, for the Redskins? Is there anyone for the Redskins if they just walked and they didn't get anything in return? Gibbs. Yeah, I would say Gibbs more than likely. Maybe Lavar, Portis. Somebody, somebody like that. Skins are going to look good this year. As a lifelong Redskins fan, I'm excited about this year. <laughs> Man, Ted, you're in the hideout of JFK. How about Steve Blake for the Wizards? You know what happened? Cuba's a smart guy. He finally realized there was way too many white guys touching the ball in the NBA. <laughs> so somebody had to go. You the know, he's next. You know what? I'll be honest with you, though. That Nash couldn't play any D. No. And we got a couple of guys. Oh, it would be all right. But it is... Because you know what? I mean, I'm such a fan of the team. I've watched them for the last five years. Somehow I feel like I'm a part of the Dallas Mavericks. I'll give I'll give them props for dating Liz Hurley. That's about it. And once the Vizky's gone, you guys will be all right. Shaq will come in, take over. Way too many white dudes touching the ball. And we're winning a championship this year. Once you get more brothers, of course. Dude, this is the NBA. Right. This is the old school NBA. This is the NBA. And don't tell me what it stands for. I don't want any jokes like that tonight. It's been a rough enough night. Hey, did you go to the Women Against Bush thing tonight? No, man. Baby. I drink beers in my house. Fair enough. Hey, um, do we? can we go ahead and give out the address for your party? Yeah, you can do that. All right. We'll put you on hold. We're going to post that on RadioHideout.com. Mantan's holding a party on Sunday night. It's going to be great. Hold on a second. Come on through. All the ladies, if you would, ladies. All right, Jay, you're in the hideout on JFK. What's up, brother? Hey, what's going on, guy? Not too much. 
so I was calling to be able to say that everything is much better now. So here's the story. Last night, Jay, who's actually a great friend of the hideout, he came to all of my karaoke events. He called last night, I guess, because his chick was thinking that he was, his chick's pregnant. And, you know, she's got a lot of hormone, hormone yeah, things. She's very moody right now. As pregnant chicks are. Mm-hmm. And um, so he called last night. And we were having, we had a lot of calls last night, J-Dubs, about, like, relationship questions. And we had one lady who called up from Richmond who has herpes who wanted to know whether or not yeah. she should tell her uh, her new boyfriend. My advice was to have sex with Wonder Boy. <laughs> <laughs> and then, so we were just having a lot of relationship phone calls, and I thought Jay was running a bit in that, hey, my wife's mad at me. Just don't let him breathe on you. Um, That's the roughest thing you could ever have coming at you. Or raise his arms. <laughs> um, I thought we were staying away from the personal attacks. Yeah, it's personal hygiene, not attacks. Okay, fair enough. So Jay had this whole thing of, you know, I... Uh, my wife's mad at me. She thinks I was going to the karaoke things to hit on other chicks. Could you please talk to her? She didn't want to go on the air, so I was like, hey, we'll shout something to her. You know, we'll, we'll just let her know. And then I, I thought it was a bit, so I was like, yeah, he's touching every girl there. He's fondling interns. He's freaking the dancers and the, and the, uh, and, and the performers. And what happened, Jay? Oh, man. It was, you, you guys heard the dead air go off, like the phone just cut. Yeah, and it just cut out, and I was like, oh, boy. Yeah, I mean, it was getting close time to call an ambulance up in here for me. Did she uh, Did she leave you? Was she threatening to leave you? Oh, she was. She had already called her mom. The minute we got off the phone, once that phone line was free, mommy was called and was like, come out and get me. And so, and, and I felt bad because it was a joke, but anyway, what I did, because I felt bad, I thought it was part of a bit, turns out it wasn't, I made personal phone calls. I called your chick, she's a lovely lady, and I told her, hey, it was a radio thing. I thought we were doing a bit. I'm really sorry about it. You don't need to leave. You guys are having an amazing relationship. He's excited about you and the kid. You guys go have a baby. So everything's good to go, Jay? Yeah, everything's good to go. But, you know, unfortunately, you left me now with, like, this really tall order to fill to, like, take her to go see Spider-Man. Yeah, I was like, go see Spider-Man. Don't leave. So there it is, Jay. I'm glad everything's better. And um, we're really sorry about that. Yeah, because, you know, like, well, my one-year anniversary is coming up, like, July 12th. So it'll be like, that was, like, what was killing me the most. Are you going to spend it with your mistress? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just jerking your chain. <laughs> but, uh, hey, uh, Jay does, uh, uh, real quick, man, I'm sorry that everything happened to you like that. But you guys know, we don't need to, like, verbally attack them. All you guys got to do is once you get settled into whatever station it is, mm-hmm. just drop that phone number because you know all your listeners got cell phones, free long distance. I could do something Every- like Everybody just calls and just, you know, just drops that one line that would probably really just hurt his feelings and just bombard him with phone calls, make him look like an ass in his new place. You know what, though? New starts, new beginnings. Thank you, Jay, and I'm glad everything got worked out, bro. New starts, new beginnings. I'm ready for mine. Are you? Yeah. Don't leave me, though. No. No, I'm here for life. Me and you. Best friends forever in the hideout. (laughs) Hey, so you, in fact, speaking of friends... Friends are supposed to let each other know about funny stuff. Yeah. It's a rule of being best friends. And I, you know, I got my friend who's in town. Um, we went to high school together, South Grand Prairie High School. And she was like, you know, I've listened to your show, and this is the funniest thing that I've ever heard. Not the show, but in watching this sex lady on the Oxygen Channel. Yeah, Sue Johansson. I don't even get the Oxygen Channel. And so I guess that's part of the reason why I've never seen it, but... I, I gotta be honest. I only stick to a couple of channels. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I got the ESPNs, the TV One. Usually, I only stick to those uh, channels too. But for some reason, 
my girlfriend's like, hey, what's this? Flicks it on. I was laughing from the first second it started. Because what this is, and maybe somebody else has seen this. I'm sure you have, because I feel like we're the last people hopping on this bandwagon. But it's an old lady. I mean, seriously, a grandmother. Too old for Punani. That kind of old. I'm talking 60s, maybe 70s. It's like sitting there watching your grandmother yeah. talk about sex. And not even in the way that Dr. Ruth was, because Dr. Ruth had that accent. Yeah, and so she... somehow, somehow the accent gave her credibility. Somehow the accent made it seem... And she was a doctor, you know? So it's, it, it wasn't as funny. You know what I mean? But this is funny because it's like... Have you ever been over to your grandparents' house? Or have you ever gone over to a grandparents, uh, your buddy's grandparents' house? And you're sitting there with the old people, and it's just really uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. And then sometimes they bring up subjects about the old times, and you know where it was segregated. It's just, and they tell they whenever old people talk about stuff, it's really uncomfortable because it seems like they just have this old, different perspective. Well, imagine that with sex. So here you have this old blue hair, who is the, you know the lady who's on the beltway and uh, clogging up traffic and the whole thing. And she's sitting here talking about sex. And so this is the first this is the first thing you recorded, J Dubs. It's heavily edited, but I I still think it's funny. Let's hear this, Dubs. This program contains sexually explicit dialogue. Viewer discretion is advised. Porno music. Let's see what's in the hot stuff bag tonight. Oopsie. Oh, you gotta love the name of this sex toy. It's called the Blueberry Tart Pocket Tush. Now, that sounds like something you'd find in a bake sale for the gay men's basketball league. <laughs> well, that's only the beginning. This is a great toy. Right. It's funny enough because she's... Cracking jokes too. Yeah, and even the uh, the mo jokes or the homoerotic humor that we kind of find so funny here in the hideout. Alberto, you're in the hideout on JFK. What's up, guys? What up, brother? Dude, I see that I see that old bag all the time on TV. And is do you watch a lot of the Oxygen Channel or what is it? it, it, it I think it's like the uh, it's a channel that Oprah Winfrey made. Yeah, yeah. yeah and right. um, but but I mean, this it's just so funny. But it's kind of like you know uncomfortable when you watch it, you know, because she starts pulling out dildos and vibrators. And yeah. Stuff. And like and like she personally tests all of them, you know. Oh right. And I'm like, man, this is. I mean, she's nastier than El Jefe's mother. Right. <laughs> no, it's no, it's true. But <laughs> what did he say? That guy always calls in and throws in these little. But he's right though in the fact that this this lady is discussed. And by the way, getting over on my mother, that's not that big a deal. Mm. Dubs, you've seen her. She's disgusting. Yeah. Roseanne Barr, but fat. I'd probably bang Sue Johansson before your mother. I don't blame you. Oh. Toy for men. And there are very, very few great toys for men. So he would use lots and lots of lubrication. And then he would put his in in this... And then the vibrating bullet here would allow him to place that wherever he was the most sensitive on his Some guys are more sensitive at the and some guys are more sensitive at the base of their 
What? And then there's this so-called variable speed control. And so this thing is it's purple, it's 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 rubbery, yeah, and it's got like a like a vibrating motion to it, and it's got little nubbies in it. And so here's this old lady holding on to this thing that looks like what you know, yeah, male uh, male stuff, you know, your naughty parts. <laughs> It's the third grade. So stupid talking like this. <laughs> and so anyway, but she's sitting here and she's manipulating it. And you're right. It, she, she knows every single thing about it. Now, what makes this toy very, very different is that the silicone sleeve is open at the other end. So it is very easy to clean. It's all nubsy inside. It's it's uh, not smooth. It's got interesting sensation additions there. And so it's it's easy to clean. You don't have to worry about it. You don't have to spend the rest of the evening soaking the thing. <laughs> and we get... Now, have you ever used uh, any one of these... Um, I've these... tried it. They aren't that good. Like the porta poon yeah. that we had, you you did you tried that. that kind I of tried stuff? out one of those, and yeah, she is right. Clean up is the is the reason you throw those things out. Because it never seems like it's worth it to me. No. Where, but the, I guess the, the funny thing about this is that the end, it's just open. So you can just shoot some water through it. Right. You know what I mean. You don't have to worry about things getting caught, if you will, because it's open ended. Punani, have you ever used anything like this? Uh, I've had things used on me. Whoa. Uh, like a strap-on? No, no. Oh. <laughs> All right, now, I, what else is there? Uh, I guess it wasn't a strap-on. Beads? Yes. What? Are you serious? Yeah, one time I didn't like it. It was over in 10 seconds. Don't make a big deal out of it. <laughs> Do not make a big deal out of it. Too late. <laughs> Are you kidding? No. Like I said, hold on, hold on a second. What mindset could you possibly have been in to um to say, hey, yeah, this seems like a good idea. We'll, uh, she was a hot chick. She wanted to, me to try it, and I said, okay, we'll try it. And it was over in five, ten seconds. Trust me. Well, I didn't. I was like, no, we're not doing this anymore. <laughs> How many beads? <laughs> Wait, you think it's like a? All right. Well, uh, why did you dump that? <laughs> The extraction part. Hey, yeah. I'm just saying though. Dub does bring up a good question. How, uh, how long until you found out you didn't like it? Like, how many, how, how many, how many beads? beads did it take for you to realize I, it wasn't I, I, for you? I don't know. I uh -huh. do not know. I mean, it, it couldn't have been more than two or three. Seven. Yeah. <laughs> now let me ask you about this. Were the beads the size of peas, pennies, or quarters? Not uh, pennies. Or baseballs? Yeah. <laughs> I know you're a baseball guy. <laughs> ah, look at Oddball. Oddball walked in with some beads. I'm extremely excited all of a sudden, Oddball. Yeah, I'm going to stay away from you. Will you, <laughs> would, you uh, would you be willing to... No, um, no, 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 back? no. I got $10. No. Oh, yeah, that's it. <laughs> Have you noticed that's my new thing, giving away $10? Yeah. Hey, these things come in different size gauge, you know, gauge sizes. How big? It was a little bit smaller than what you wear. Right. A little bit. <laughs> I mean, uh, that, I mean, yeah, a little bit smaller. So, like a pearl necklace size, like a, a necklace. Yeah, a uh, yeah, uh, it's, yeah. And how? Uh, and so, I mean, was this was this in the, was this during foreplay? Was this yeah, was I this mean, in just, the middle of everything? It was pretty much in the middle of everything. How does she bring <laughs> it up? 
I mean, she's with you because you're a sexy bee. She, she family was reunion. <laughs> family reunion. <laughs> you oddball. God. So she's with yeah, you. I called her mom. Yeah. <laughs> so she's with you. Focus for a second. She's, <laughs> Me? What, are you kidding? She's with you, and she's so excited, and she says, hey. She enjoyed him. And she wanted to share the she sensation with you. Right. She and, was a kinky chick. And you were like, let's do this. You were like, okay. Well, I mean, you want to, I mean, it's one of those things that you want to share, like, like our old lady would say. What's her name again? Uh, I know Sue Johansson. Scarlett Johansson. You want to share with your. I can't do her. Um, let me ask I you think this. Everybody could. Whenever you have the beads, and again, we got to talk like we're in the third grade. Whenever the beads are, um, you know. I was laying on my stomach. Okay. <laughs> now, all right? I, I know where you were going. You read my mind, you mo. All right? <laughs> I was I was sort of not on my stomach. It was sort of. I got you. That's fine. That's all. I was in, on my stomach. I was just going to ask if you could see the ceiling or not in the position that you were in. Did you scream? I just said no, no. I mean, I was, <laughs> no. And she no. kept on going. She wouldn't. No. Stop. I was saying no. No, no. Just wasn't for me. Yeah, hey. <laughs> Is that the kinkiest thing you think you've ever done? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I this mean, one from a throwaway segment to the greatest segment ever. You're right. It was so throwaway. Thank you for saving it. <laughs> Good for you. Did you save the beads? <laughs> Eyeballs got them around his neck right now. What's the etiquette? Do you wash them off before exchanging? Yeah, I mean, I assume she washed them. Now, was she there, was there any uh, lubricant involved? Yes. Lies. Oh, you have to. Yeah, you have to. That's all I need to know. It's so funny. You're a dirt ball. <laughs> Hold on. I think we actually have tape of when that happened. No. No. <laughs> you're so dirty. Vampire, you're in the hideout on JFK. Yeah, I want to know if he had a sudden urge to listen to show tunes in Barbara Streisand <laughs> after she yanked him like a ripcord. <laughs> <laughs> That's your new nickname, ripcord. Yeah, I was. I am airborne qualified, so first name rep, last name cord. Okay, so I can see that. I can see this is my last night on the show. Why? <laughs> this is Happy's uh, last night with a driver's side window. Hey. Hey, you're pissing him off. Oh. <laughs> but say, what did I do? I'm cleaning all this. <laughs> Unlike those beads. <laughs> Flashlight, you're in the hideout on JFK. Hey, forget what I was originally calling about. Please change his name to Anal Nani. <laughs> you're a winner, yes. And on that note, we will have to finish the tape tomorrow, yeah. Dubs. Let's get out of here. What a, what a crazy night. Anal Nani. <laughs> we'll see you later, Ripcord. <laughs> <laughs> Epic. <laughs> All right. I heard him give himself a tongue today. Did he? I like that Jim Rum guy. I wish he was on here from noon to three. That'd be beautiful. Classic. It's our tribute. All right, so uh, thank you to everybody. And I guess look for changes soon in the hideout. Or not. But uh, we want to appreciate we appreciate everybody that hung in there with us because again it was an odd night for us. So thank you for kind of understanding your bros. And that and that's just finding out he used beads. That was the oddest part about the night, oddly enough. It's <laughs> a <in> your stomach. <laughs> no, 
No! Man, I'm going to give it to him, though, man. Good for you for being open-minded. <laughs> Just bleep that out, please. Good for you for being willing to try stuff, man. Whatever. And you know what? If you did like it, we'd still love you anyway. Know that. We're very open here. You'd want to make a radio bit out of it. I, can we reenact? You're open like can we, Thanksgiving turkey. Can we at least put a picture on RadioHideout.com? Let's do that. We already got... By the way, if you're wondering what Punani looks like, go to the gallery section on the gay side. You can see him in the outfit he was wearing. Now, this was... I just want people to know. This, this was almost 15 years ago. I don't even want... No. <laughs> Get out of here, man. <laughs> we out, bitch. 5,000. 5,000, ripcord. To feel the gay. Yeah, I'm 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 a gay homosexual. I'm a big mo. I'm on the gay side. I'm a big mo. I'm on the gay side. I'm a big mo. He's a virgin. I'm a big mo. Bow wow, new town. Bow wow, new town. How happy you feel so good. He's a virgin. I'm on the gay side. We need to feel the gay. Oh, oh. Hi, this is Troy Aikman. Hey, you tuning in to the hideout with Hefe and J-Dub. This is Red Smooth, Washington Redskins. I'll be smacking my whole beach. Everyone knows it goes. Kick him to the floor. Step on him hard. Step on him hard. Kick him to the floor. Cause I'll be smacking my clothes. I'll be using my things. I'll be using my things. Not interested. I don't. 